Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about are we ever getting another PlayStation crossover game again? Should I do a new Cyberpunk 2077 playthrough? And what the PlayStation 5 is missing? We'll have all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody. That's Blessing. That's Janet. I'm Greg. And you can get this show on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. There you can watch us record it live, get it ad-free, and get dozens of monthly exclusive episodes all on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. If you have no bucks tossed our way, no big deal. Support us on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, or Fall Guys with the creator code kindoffunny. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without the exclusive content on youtube.com slash games and podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jackson Hampton, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays. But let's start with a PSN message from you. Hello, Blessing. Hello, Janet. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm good. Janet, I don't understand you sometimes. All right. Blessing, of course, an open book. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm at this Friendsgiving. I'm at that Friendsgiving. Yep. This is what I'm doing. I've been in a car accident. Yeah. I bought a slushy. I never said that part, actually, but yeah. Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Jan- I mean, people assume you've been in a car accident at some point. This no, wasn't I've a never mentioned thing. it. Yeah, well, the Thanksgiving that, you, know. you weren't in a Thanksgiving car accident, were you? Was I in a Thanksgiving car no. accident? No. No. I'm just pulling from information I know about you. Oh, okay. okay. You've been in car yeah. accidents before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, before. yeah at some point in my life, I was in Jane, a car accident. Jane, what were you sure. up to at Thanksgiving? Because I see you, you got oh, the, yeah. the woodchuck from Bucky's, right? Oh, yeah, like, I don't Bucky. what, 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 Where were you? What were you doing? I went to, uh, this is Bucky, if you're watching the video version. Um, there's a place called Bucky's. It's a gas station. It's huge. <laughs> Uh, and there's this guy called Bucky, and he's adorable, but he's also a little scary looking. Mm-hmm. So I, I think a lot of kids probably have nightmares of Bucky. But I went to um, Texas to see my aunt. I have an aunt that lives in Texas, I and I was that. like, "Hey, like, uh, I, it was Isaiah's idea uh, actually. He was like, oh, we should do something, you know, for Thanksgiving, like go see family. Normally, I just do things kind of at home because I was already like living with my family. But now that we're not, it's like, okay, well." What do we want to do? And he's like, oh, we should see if she's down to have us over. And she was. We drove there. We will never drive there again. I was going to say, that sounds like was, a long drive. It was a long drive. And then at one point, like, the rim of the wheel or something cracked. And then that was a problem. And we're like, is anyone open in the middle of nowhere the day before Thanksgiving? Were Turns they? out, no. No. So, no, no. <laughs> you know, that was definitely a, a hassle. Um, again, I didn't drive because I don't know how to drive. So sure, fa- Edward and Isaiah drove. But, you know, still a lot of time. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. It was a great time. Um, food was incredible. Um, company was super fun. It was my aunt and one of uh, her longtime friends. So yeah, that's what I was getting up to. It's it had been a really really long time since like I had Thanksgiving plans that involved travel. Sure. Because my family's been here for like such a long time, and and one of the years they weren't here back when I think I was still maybe in San Francisco. Like I had them come up to like see us. So I haven't done travel um but yeah i'm like i guess this is why the ticket is so much because the alternative is to just drive 20 hours. how long how many hours was that i think it was like 20. Gosh, like each way. no thank you no thank you so no. we took a we went we got a hotel to sleep in to like break up the drive but fair enough yeah it was definitely really really long um but also like i didn't drive so like it's like very bougie of me to be like man my ass is falling asleep in this car. It's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there. But, you know, I'm like, this looks like a lot of work for everybody else involved. You know, I'm like, sure. oh, my, my back's starting to hurt, you know, but I'm not really doing anything. But then again, the Tesla drives itself. So I guess. Blessing, like, my Tesla question really for you stuff. is, do you nail the pronunciation of aunt like Janet does? Aunt. I go back and forth between 
aunt and aunt. Yeah. I just like, say aunt. I think grow, growing up, I said auntie. Auntie was the go-to. That's good. That's good. Uh, I do dia, but, you uh, know, yeah. not everyone speaks Spanish. If I did that, it'd be cultural appropriation. <laughs> my, my auntie would be like, what? I don't know. You're Puzzle Poppy, though. Where do you draw the line? Okay, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, Is Puzzle point. Poppy, <laughs> does that apply to language <laughs> games as well? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. But, like, what, what am I supposed to call myself? Puzzle father, like that doesn't roll yeah. off the tongue the same way. Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true. I can, I guess yeah. Andy tried to take the puzzle poppy from me. Uh, Most recent games cast. Yeah, yeah, we can call him Puzzle Tio because I feel like that is puzzle uncle. I, I really sure. feel like Andy does have like uncle energy to him. Well, he does. Yeah. Yeah. We do consider him Lulu's uh, Tio. Makes right. sense. I think we yeah. make it happen. No, yeah, Andy's right. uncle. That seems right. Pa, pa, I was gonna say Uncle Theo. No, I was gonna say Poppy Theo. <laughs> uncle Theo was like, what is that like non-red, right? <laughs> I like Poppy Theo. Father, uncle. Father, uncle. Mm -hmm. um, puzzle Theo is Andy now. Our PSN message comes from Yo Call Me Rob. Of course, you can write in to be part of the show for free at kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. Yo Call Me Rob says, do you think PlayStation would ever make a crossover game like a kart racer or some kind of sports game? Or were they too hurt by the failure of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale? Blessing out of Yo Ye Jr. I'd be surprised if they did. I think they're a bit. Hurt. I think they were a bit hurt by the the um like the failure of PlayStation's All Stars Battle Royale. But like, I think even more than that, it is the ideation of what is it? Like, do we do another Smash clone? Do we do a kart racer? Do we do something else? Do we do a fun Marvel Snap type card game? Right. Like a lot of these, I think, would be our dream scenario, and a lot of us would love these things. But I think the furthest extent they take it to would be what they did with Astro's Playroom, where it is, hey, here's a bunch of Astrobots. Wearing a bunch of cosplays of different PlayStation characters. And I think that gets the job done for them as a thing that is uniting the PlayStation branding. I think beyond that, it becomes too much of a risk. You know, like, okay, well, if we do another crossover thing and it fails, like, you know, like that, it feels like kind of an L for like the PlayStation brand as a whole. Whereas we see enough success with uh, Horizon or Ghosts or Last of Us and all these things separately. Um, I think it's harder for them than as opposed to like a Nintendo where like a lot of those franchises exist in the same world anyway when you look at a Mario and Donkey Kong and Wario type thing. Yeah. But also like <laughs> they're all, you know, stylized like uh, yeah, and you can take Mario and put him alongside a Link and put him alongside a Captain Falcon and it all kind of makes sense in a Smash and Smash is a brand of its own. Right. Like I would like people would wear like a Smash Brothers T-shirt without even having like any of the characters. I think that is just a strong enough brand. I would think that PlayStation would have to figure that out. And I don't know if they I don't know if they got the stuff. I don't know if they have have it in them. Janet, do you think there's any future for a crossover? I think there is a future for a crossover because there's the what's tough because like the community is always saying like oh, well, i want this and then sometimes you're like here it is and they're like yeah. oh i didn't think you'd give it to me and now i actually am not hungry anymore i'm not gonna pay for this so, i think they're like yeah who ordered this like what i'm like oh, okay. oh anyway so that happens a lot you kind of have to know the community more than the community knows itself um but i feel like it could happen in the sense that like Hey man, you're trying to make all these live service games and the that the it's the walls are closing in on on like what you're going to pull off for that. And I think this could be a nice answer to that. Um but I mean, I would be I would be mildly surprised if they did it, but I feel like it could easily go either way. Um bless as the fighting game expert, I'm curious to know mm. like do you think that like I mean, I feel like it, the common sense answer is maybe yes, but again, you know the space more. Mm. Like is there a world though where they can make like a I don't want to say top tier fighting game because that's a little bit too high, I think. But I think about, you know, Nickelodeon Brawl. What's the name of the game? Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Yeah. And a lot of people who actually like know fighting games are like, oh, this game's actually like really good. Like, mm -hmm. is there a world where that can happen? But with this PlayStation All-Stars sort of coat of paint, for lack of a better term, because, again, it's, it's so much more than a coat of paint because of the mechanics. But like, yeah. do you see that as a possibility and if so like why wouldn't they end up doing that you know what i mean i think i don't think it would be successful in the same way as nickelodeon all-star brawl or at least be received in the same way probably because i think with nickelodeon all-star brawl the expectations are so low <laughs> that mm. when nickelodeon leaps over those expectations it's like whoa like this is actually kind of insane like really like nickelodeon all-star brawl is it's a good to great game but it's nowhere near smash brothers i think once sure. you start comparing it to smash brothers then it's like no it's nowhere touching smash brothers i think playstation runs into the same issue where i think the expectation for a playstation type smash brothers game is just too high you know i know plenty mm -hmm. of people that like playstation all the playstation god i get mixed up all now. stars battle royale all stars battle royale i know enough people that like that game me but yeah like greg miller or emma watkins jr right like it was yeah, like a it. good 
cult following for that game. But I think the fact of the matter is that when you're talking about one that's made by a game that's coming from PlayStation, you have the level of expectation that is, oh, this is going to be as good as Smash. And I don't think you're going to be, as PlayStation, you're going to be able to make one as good as Smash. For me, I think it's more than anything the fact that that time has seemed to have passed. You can look at Nickelodeon. We can look at Multiverses if we want to. Rest in peace, Slash, it'll be back. Uh, and you talk about the fact of, oh, well, these crossovers still happen, but they don't happen on this level, right? Like PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale was PlayStation being like, we got this stuff. And then them being quickly told, no, you do not have this stuff. This is not actually what people think of or at least connect with from PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Astrobot was... That was the perfect way to do it, right? You got this game, you went through, and you had all these Easter eggs referencing Final Fantasy VII and Resident Evil Uncharted, and you were like, oh my God, what an amazing way to experience PlayStation lineage, let alone going into you know the bottom basement floor and having the UMDs there and the Vita and you know the Net Rosie and all the different things that are like, oh my God, like this is actually the hardware of PlayStation. Like that... Astrobot did such a great job of delivering on what the nostalgia for PlayStation actually is. And I think that is Astrobot's future, hopefully, knock on wood, is that it comes out and it is another platformer and it celebrates PlayStation that way. Mm -hmm. I don't think the right move for PlayStation is to sit there and go, okay, cool. We are now going to make another mascot kart racer. They already did Little Big Planet karting, they already did PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, and those didn't work the way they wanted them to work. Honestly, if you're looking for more of this, yo, call me Rob. I think the honest to God answer is Fortnite, where you do see Uncharted. You do see Kratos. You do see every other IP that matters come to this thing and mm -hmm. be in this toy box sandbox and be like, this makes sense. And as usual, as PlayStation, and we will talk about this in our topic of the show, what are they missing? What are they not doing? They're not making those kind of games. They're letting their partners use PlayStation IP that way. And I think that's the right way because, again, a first party buy a studio, force a studio to make this weird crossover game. That just doesn't make sense for who they have. Yeah. I think, I think you, to your point, right. Of like letting different uh, companies use their IP, right? Like Ghost of Tsushima Legends is a good example where in the, in that multiplayer mode, you can unlock a Shadow of the Colossus inspired skin. You can unlock skins that are inspired by a couple of other PlayStation IP. I could say, uh, I have, I don't know the exact ones for Lashes Part 1, like where you go and you can uh, change Ellie's outfit. But I think, yeah, if I remember correctly, they have like an eco outfit in that game. They have like mm -hmm, a bunch of different mm -hmm. PlayStation references for the outfits you can have Ellie or Joel wear in that game. And I think, yeah, for that, like that kind of is enough, right? Like that, that gets the job done of the fan excitement of having this shared universe or at least like this shared company that owns all these IPs that could work together. But yeah, I think a Fortnite gets it done. I think a... Aloy being a character in Genshin Impact gets it done. And yeah, like I don't know if we're in the era anymore where we need to take time to have a studio work solely on a big Smash Brothers game so that they can have like the PlayStation version of it. Because I think at the end of the day, it is what is what job is this getting done? Like what purpose is this serving? I don't know if people are, I, I know there are people clamoring for a PlayStation's, another PlayStation Smash clone type game. I don't know if the world is. I don't know if there's enough people being I don't like, the mainstream yeah, the majority, the people who go buy that are, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think people want to celebrate their nostalgia for PlayStation rather than maybe revel in it and play in it. Yeah. But I was surprised by some of the responses I got when I asked you about our topic of the show. Tons, 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 tons. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I said, what is the PlayStation 5 missing? That's what I said at the top of the show. It's what I tweeted out earlier. And it actually stems from a conversation Blessing and I were having on Games Daily, or was it Gamescast? I forget. But it was a conversation about, number one, starting from, why is it that every indie drops their port way later in December? Why is mm -hmm. it like every indie game that you've heard about through the rest of the year suddenly just pops up on the platform it wasn't on during December? I forget what my reference point for it was that just happened in the last past week or got announced. But it was this idea of it. And then that made me say, stop and go, wait, where the fuck is Immortality? Mm -hmm. If you remember, ladies and gentlemen, Immortality, one of our games of the year last year, it was on a lot of our short lists, ranked very highly in our game of the year uh, thing. This, is, of course, is the, you know, the FMV video you go through. You go through the different things, try to figure out what happened to Marissa Marcel from Sam Barlow, of course, uh, from her story. Uh, back on August 29th, 2023, mm -hmm. there was a conversation that happened on Twitter where Sam Barlow tweeted, yes, Immortality is leaving Game Pass the same day that Starfield releases because you can either have 1,000 planets across 100 star systems or one true star, Marissa Marcel. You can't fit both. To which Nickophile Nick responded, is Immortality coming to PS5 and when? Are there any plans at all? 
Sam Barlow said, working on it, smiley emoji. Mm. Where the fuck is immortality? Now, if that wasn't enough, I said that to you live on the show. Mm-hmm. And then I said, wait, where the fuck is Moonglow Bay? Moonglow Bay came out in 2021. This is a mm. game where, like, I'll, where I'll talk about it later. I started playing Dredge, right? Again, I'm trying to get through all my game of the year. What did I miss? What are my blind spots? Yeah, yeah. I kick on Dredge. I play Dredge. When, when Dredge got announced, I looked at it and I said, well, why wouldn't I just go play more Moonglow Bay? Moonglow mm. Bay. Uh, a Switch PC Xbox game, right? Well, I eventually came to Switch. It originally, it was just Xbox PC. Indie game. You know, your partner, for me, choosing to play as a woman, it was my husband who had been lost at sea. My wa- daughter comes to get me out of my funk. T- typical Greg game. We get the boat. We start fishing. We're bringing life back to the town. I'm like, this is great. I look at Dredge. It looks dark and scary. And I'm like, well, why, why wouldn't I want the brightness of Moonglow Bay? And Moonglow Bay is a game that I've played and I enjoy. And every time I start it on my Steam Deck, I'm like, but why don't I just wait for PlayStation? Why am I not chasing a platinum trophy in this? And I keep saying, it's got to be coming. It's got to be coming. 2021 was a long time ago. It's 2023. Where the fuck is this game? Like 10 and then, years ago. By game standards. By game, dog standard and game standard, yeah. Yeah. So this then led us down, this then led us down the rabbit hole of me, Greg Miller, going, well, what the hell? What's PlayStation 5 missing? And I opened it up to you, Blessing, and you, Janet, and you, the audience, and I said, it doesn't need to strictly be a game. Could be a feature, could be a genre, could be whatever you think. What is PlayStation 5 missing to you, Janet Garcia? Oh, man. Uh, The first thing I thought of was Astrobot follow-up. Yes. This is, I think, almost... I don't want to say the opposite of the PSN message, but how I mentioned sometimes audiences want something and then when it arrives, they don't really show out for it the way that you think they might. I think Astrobot people would totally show out for. Again, it's such a, I feel like too, it's so fitting to see this come to PS5 or to see something more done with Astrobot on PS5 because Astrobot like led the PS5 charge, you know, like baked in people like, oh, should I delete this after? It's like, why would you? It's only two megabytes. I don't know how big the game actually is, right? This is a fantastic platformer, um, arguably one of the best to ever do it, despite only having one full, well, two games in the space if you count the the pack-in game, but, you know, that's up for debate. Either way, every time Astro steps on the scene, everyone's like, this is incredible, it's joyful, it's different, it's exciting, and I think um, almost its like highest value point, in a sense, is the way that it really helps round out aspects of the PlayStation library. Again, we talk about what's PlayStation known for and whether you love it or you meme it, it is the kind of, you know, blockbuster polished AAA with like a, a story. And sometimes the story's fun and sometimes it's dark and all that. And they do that great. And I love those games. Um, but I think we can all agree whether, you know, we land on again on the praise side or the meme side that they could maybe use a little bit more differentiation or growth in other avenues. And I feel like Astrobot conceptually or as a franchise, it's like, boom, that's it. And there's so much you can, you know, again, he he comes up time and time again of there's so much more you can even do with Astro in terms of the costumes, the fun, if you put him in different stuff. Like, there's so much it feels like that's there. And yet, when we turn to see where we can actually spend time with Astro, not a lot of places, right? A VR game, again, kind of limited because it is the kind of peripheral thing. The packing game, really fun, but a brief time that was just kind of showing what the DualSense can do. I'm forever waiting for Astro's time to shine again. And when it arrives, I'll be there. It is ridiculous that we don't have another Astro game. You know what I mean? For the success that's found at the PlayStation 5 launch 2020, then to look back at Rescue Mission, right? Uh, 2018, the standout killer app. I saw someone back in the day, I remember for PlayStation VR, teasing before the review embargo that this was like Mario 64 levels of like, holy shit, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Astro is such a success. I can't believe we don't have another one that we don't have just a standalone that's got to be around the corner right around the corner, and i i don't think i think the thing here is that you look at the cadence and you said 2018 for astrobot rescue yep. mission 2018 for that if you're thinking that for team asobi it's all hands on deck for astro's playroom which i think makes sense because that was such a polished you know they put the, the tlc in there right like in two years you're making this thing a launch with the ps5 that's going to be this um, uh, what do they call it? Tech demo that's really going to sell you on the tech. They succeeded in that, and what that's like a two-hour, three-hour experience, two depending hour, on how much you're going to play it. Um, I think that makes sense for the two years they spent on it. So the question is, yeah, since then, what have they been doing? You imagine that they're either working on something new or they're working on another Astrobot. And if they're working on another Astrobot, it's where we've hit the three-year mark, four-year mark, three, three. We met the we're, 2020 we're hitting, is when they put out the last one. 
Oh, so, so now we're three years right yeah, now. So yeah, we're hitting the three-year mark. I think you still need more time to make another game, right? I think for me, I, I would assume, I would guess like, oh yeah, like a four years sounds right. And also for a game like Astrobot, I think announcing it and releasing it very soon after sounds right. Like, I don't think that's the kind of game that you announced at this last PlayStation showcase that we got in uh, spring and yeah. then say, and it's coming 2024. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I could see it being like a, if it gets announced, let's say, e3 time let's say summer game fest time this summer i can see it being like a, oh and it's out in august situation and come through and blows away i hope hopefully yeah. uh the portland kevin live on patreon.com slash kind of funny it says i find it so baffling that astrobot rescue mission has not been converted to playstation vr 2 1000 mm. yeah. percent. i know we all we you know we give playstation vr 2 a lot of shit on this show right because of us uh and because of what we think of the library and because of yada 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 like of all the games to port to bring over, Astrobot Rescue Mission criminally underplayed. To play Devil's Advocate, when we look at Astro's Playroom and Astrobot Rescue Mission One, both of them serve the purpose of like really acting as tech demos. Astrobot Rescue Mission, more of a full game, more playtime, more levels, all that stuff. But when you play that game, it takes such advantage of the DualShock Four and the PSVR One technology. And I could see the conversation over there of like, well. If we port it, like if we want to make a Astrobot rescue mission for PSVR 2, it has to take advantage of the cameras. It has to take advantage of the sense controllers. It has to take advantage and like really display what you can do with all the technological updates from PSVR 1 to PSVR 2. And I wonder if that's the conversation between Team Asobi and PlayStation and going, no, it, mud it muddies the message too much to put this thing out on a PSVR 2. You've stunned Janet into silence. All right. So that's what's going on. We're having internet problems right now. Uh, no. I hear you and I understand that. It's just the idea that like if you're putting out this thing and you're porting so many games and you're doing like you know that your launch lineup and just in general your first year is going to be mm -hmm. thin and not have necessarily the AAA banger system sellers, I would make sure somebody's porting this over cuz we loved mm -hmm. it so much and I don't feel enough people played it. And granted you could say that like adopters of PlayStation VR 2 are probably going to be the people who already adopted PlayStation VR 1, but Astrobot Rescue Mission with a new trophy list or just a different trophy list and maybe an additional level would be, I'd, I'd be all about it. I'd, I'd be all about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Blessing Greg. for you. Mm -hmm. What? And by the way, Tim Geddes had tweeted me and said, Astrobot rescue mission on PlayStation VR two as well. So I want to make sure I'm getting all the reader mail in there from the people who don't really matter for you. Blessing. Mm -hmm. What is the thing? PlayStation VR or PlayStation five is missing. Well, I'm having to pull out my phone because for whatever reason, I even hit the refresh button. My computer just decided that it can't open this file. It's like, yo, internet's <laughs> so dead. I don't have the I'm dead anymore. on this But too. I do have it on my phone. I can so... read some of it if you want. Yeah. No, yeah, I got mine. So, um, Sunset Overdrive is the first thing I wrote down. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that you've had Insomniac for so long and you've had them working on Spider-Man and Ratchet, right? That stuff's exciting. But you also have access to the Sunset Overdrive IP. I'll think that, you know, speaking of, speaking of things that sound easy to do, I'll think a straight up port of Sunset Overdrive it's something that you can put like some people on and have it be like a thing that's not going to take as much resources. I know you probably got to go in there and do like port work and change the like icons for like from sure. Xbox to PlayStation. But yeah, like I wonder if I, I, I'm surprised we don't already have that. I wonder if that is a thing of, hey, let's wait for a down year. Maybe 2024 could be that if we don't have like an Insomniac game. If Wolverine's not coming out next year, maybe it is. Hey, here's Sunset Overdrive, your Insomniac game for the year. Um, I wonder if maybe they want to do more to it and not just have it be a straight up port. But that's one that I'm a little surprised uh, that we don't have. Um, Are you? Because I figure, too, the problem with that is that it is a game out of time. And granted... For as good as Sunset Overdrive was, I haven't gone back in forever, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like anytime you bring an older game back, especially now, you're fucking insomniac now, right? You've put out three banger Spider-Mans, kind of funny game of the year, Ratchet and Clank, right? Like, I feel like if you put out Sunset Overdrive and it is a remaster, whatever, a HD, yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call it, you know what I mean? Not a remaster, but a, not a remake, but a remaster. I feel like there will be attachment to what that actually means and i think when you play it you might be oh this is a bit thinner than i thought it was in terms of story in terms of yeah. what it's doing i think people get it though yeah i, I, think, I think it would hit for yeah? sure yeah 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 <laughs> go for it yeah i don't know if you had more to say no yeah i mean just the i just think it's funny that we both said yeah at the same time but <laughs> um i played this not too long ago i still have never beaten it i keep restarting it because i just end up not finishing it it's a fun time all the time yeah? i think yeah i think it's because while i feel like when you play it it does feel like dated in the sense that i think it has a lot of old school sensibilities in terms of it's really wacky and like it's a little edgy but it's it's edgy without being edge lordy which is rare for an even a game of any age really at this point 
um once you start going back in time it's like things get kind of i don't know a little goofy but it's like goofy in a way that feels like not cringy it's exciting and i think what this game really is it's a it's a traversal kind of almost skate game without having skates because yeah. you are just sort of grinding the rails um and yeah it's just i don't know it's almost like a in a weird way i think in a in a sense it is the most insomniac game insomniac has put out because i feel like it more really than fuse mm, i they did make um, fuse I don't, I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't play. I didn't play Fuse. That was a joke. Remember, I, EA totally like ripped out the style of that game and made it look like every other shooter. Right. Like what? Whatever the case may be. Right. Like I think it kind of embodies all of the components with traversal. What we think like the great traversal of you know Spider Man. Spider Man. You think of the guns and the gadgets. You think Ratchet and Clank. And then honestly, I swear to God, I had a third one. I can't remember what it was. But it's Resistance. fucking all of them. It's all of the all of the vibes are in there in a weird way. So the yeah, emotional resonance of Song of the Deep. Mm. But yeah, I think it's the thing too. Yeah. Like I think people would get what it is, especially if you package it as, hey, this is see where Spider Man started. Yeah, like the, or this is yeah. Sunset Overdrive remastered. We're, we're taking the old game. It's finally on PlayStation. We're not gonna like overmarket it. We're just, we're telling you what this is. We're putting it out. And hey, this game that's never been on PlayStation before is now on PlayStation. I think enough people are familiar with Sunset, and like enough people haven't played it that it would be exciting nonetheless. And on the same topic of updates, another one throughout out there that's like you know an ongoing thing that be, that we're always talking about. An update to Bloodborne. You know, I'm somebody. How has that not happened? If that is another. Are you kidding me? What yeah. a ridiculous statement for the fan base of Bloodborne that there isn't the. 60 frames a second at the very least, let alone a remaster of somebody jumping in and making it look as beautiful as possible on PlayStation 5. It feels like such a missed opportunity, and it almost feels like somebody's asleep at the wheel. Like, I wonder if it is, hey, this is early enough in the PS4 cycle when this game came out, because it came out in 2015, that, like, it doesn't feel like one that we can just director's cut Bullshit. or remaster. Bullshit. We like, got Last of Us Part 2 coming out in two months. Yeah, yeah but that's, Last but that's of Us more... is Last of Us, so I feel like they're going to always... Be and I'm not Im trying to say Bloodborne doesn't have a lot of fans because it does, but I, but I am my surprised point, it's not there. But it, I, I, I know why Last of Us is there and Bloodborne isn't. Is my thing. Yeah, and to my point, like that is, I Last of Us was 2020, right? Like it was toward the end. Same with Ghost of Shima, Same with Death Stranding, right? There is like a cutoff though, and I think the cutoff might be before 2016, where it's mm -hmm. like PlayStation doesn't doesn't want to touch anything that came out then, especially if they think that they're not going to have another iteration of it. I think the fact that we know Last of Us, we're going to get more Last of Us eventually. We're going to get more Ghosts. We're getting Death Stranding 2. I think 2015 is long enough ago for PlayStation where they're like, and also the fact that they didn't have a, like a first party studio develop it. It was from software. And so like, they, I mm. think they want people to somehow forget about Bloodborne, even though we'll never forget about Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not even fully seeing it all on PlayStation, even for uh, from software. The fact that they haven't gone or worked on making a Bloodborne, I think is crazy. Yeah. Because it's just money. It's easy money. And my thing is, I know a lot of people are clamoring for a remake. I personally don't even want a remake. I would take, push an update. Like, push an update that just lets me play in 60 FPS. That's all I want. And I think that's all a lot of people want. How would you feel if they put out a PlayStation 5 version that was that, but you had to pay $50 for? I mean, honestly, it'd be better than nothing. I think people <laughs> would be upset or whatever. But if it is, hey, we're putting out a PlayStation or a PlayStation 5 remaster of Bloodborne, it would have to come with, yeah, 60 FPS. It would have to look way better. It would have to, um, I don't know, I guess give me dual sense features. Like, do all the things that take advantage of the SSD and all that. Yeah, yeah. Then it's worth it. Yeah, then I'd be totally down. Okay. I just want anything done with Bloodborne. Okay. Anything. <laughs> just touch it with a stick. PlayStation. Speaking of doing anything. What if you anything, turned it on and pretended that it was 60 FPS? That's what work, Andy's man. always doing, allegedly, with weird mods and stuff he's buying on his computer. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, like, you know, we'll, like... Pretend we went in there and did something, and then you can just pretend. It's the thing that sucks is that I played Sekiro right after Bloodborne, mm. and Sekiro did have an update on PS5 that made it 60 FPS. And so, like, going from Bloodborne and playing it the way it was, really loving it, but then playing Sekiro, I'm like, whoa, if Bloodborne looked like this, oh, my God, you know? Oh Gilbert Kitchens writes into my Twitter where I put up the tweet saying, what do you want that PlayStation 5 is missing? And says, a first-party roadmap for the next few years. It feels like they've played everything close to the vest for a while now. We know of upcoming games from some studios, but very few, few details or dates. Mm. Of course, this was the problem post-PlayStation Showcase, where it was, hey, here's a bunch of weird live service games that all look the same. Oh, you hate those? We're going to back off those. And everybody had said, well, we want the PlayStation single-player games. We want to know what's going on beyond here. What is going on with Sucker Punch? What's going on with Ben? When are we getting Wolverine? Blessing, do you hold your breath for getting that soon? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to 
get it in the way that we want it, right? Like, I mean, we 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 asked for a PlayStation showcase for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, like you're setting up like a monkey's paw. And we, we got, asked for this. This is what we got. But that's exactly how it happened. We asked for a PlayStation showcase for the longest time, and we got the play, PlayStation showcase, and it was all multiplayer games that ended up. Uh, underwhelming us and so i think in the way that we're asking i'll oh, give us the updates give us this right i think you know if we end up having a playstation showcase let's say spring next year let's say around e3 time i could see us getting it and it being and it being playstation being like all right the play the most player stuff didn't hit let's give them what they want let's reveal ghost 2 let's reveal what's next Naughty dog let's reveal um cory barlog's next project let's do it and then we're not going to get those games forever and i think it's going to be the reverse bucky's followers like oh shit well like we asked for it, we got it, but now we're just waiting forever for these games to actually come out. And so I mean, we did that though, right? I remember those multiple E3s that were Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, and it was like Death Stranding. God of War, Death Stranding. You're right, it was Death Stranding. You're Death Stranding. Yeah, but did people like that? I guess is the question. Or do you think the fucking game sold? And I, you didn't hear as much as like we don't know where we're going, right? That's the whole thing. Is people feel like they don't know where they're going right now? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't. I think it's just a balance of timing because I think we got those. And a couple years later, we got those games. Like it wasn't like we're it wasn't a Kingdom Hearts situation, uh, or like a final like a Final Fantasy versus thirteen situation where it's oh or Last Guardian. I oh, mean, where are these games? It's been five years. Like where are, I want them to make. I want to make. I want. I don't want a game announced if it's more than two years away. I think two years I is agree. the sweet spot for that. Jumping down, doubling down on this before we get over to Jana for thoughts. Hugo wrote and said the game lineup exclusive to the PlayStation Five is still very light. Returnal. Demon Souls, Ratchet, and Spider-Man 2 are the only noteworthy full exclusives in three years. I upgraded from the PlayStation 4 without regret, but honestly not knowing what's next. And the live service push has me worried. Janet, obviously we all were like, ooh, when they started doing this live service business. Uh, since then, of course, they've talked about delaying those things and moving those around. Where is your head at? I haven't had an update from you. Do you think we're still all in on live service? Do you think we're going to see that peeled back? Do you think we'll actually ever play fair games or is that canceled? Oh, man. I, I, this is so tough because I, for the longest, I felt like this is what they're doing and they're going to go down with the ship no matter what. And now I'm like, well, I'm not so sure. I think we'll see some, but I don't know if we'll see enough. Like, I guess if I have to make a prediction because it's the point of the question, right? Sure. I feel like when we look back, we will acknowledge that like, oh, this was their live service push, but I don't think that push is going to be as distinctive as we initially thought it would be. I think gotcha. it'll be more of a like, you know, flash in the pan, like, oh, yeah, they did put out like, you know, I don't know three, three titles that kind of fall into that. And then two that like, I guess, fall in if you think about it kind of thing where, you know, I think as far as um, gosh, what's the exact fair games was the example, yeah. right? Yeah, Haven that, Studios. Yeah, um, I think we will see that, but I think titles like fair games are going to be few and far between in terms of the live service push. And I think when we look back, we'll look back at it as their live service push never happened. And I think when the PS like seven is out, we'll be like, yeah, what if they did more live service? They start, they try that with the PS five. Remember? It's like, yeah, well, fair games are actually pretty good. Was it good? And then, you know, we'll have that kind of conversation. So, you know, shout out to how many years that is from now where we figure that out, you know, someone put it in the calendar. Um, that's where I think we're going to end up landing with that, where it'll be, You'll get a little, but I don't. I don't think it'll be the the big push that they sort of initially pitched it as, which is also Thank probably God. why they're like, "This is why we don't pitch things." Hell, <laughs> because then we change our mind. <laughs> yeah, funny enough, I think this kind of combines two of mine that I have written down here, which is I want more exciting new IP. You know, I have more things like Returnal. Um, going back to what we were talking about with the end of the PS4 era, I loved like, the most exciting time I think I've had with PlayStation has been that run up of oh, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Zero Dawn, Death Stranding days gone well like and like obviously not every game hit for me but like the idea of every new showcase there's a brand new game a new ip that's big and triple a that's being shown off and i'm like that looks really cool and different i want to try that out um i miss that feeling i think we got that from returnal um we got to get back to that though right mm -hmm. i hope so like that's the whole thing is just i you know this is the ongoing conversation in our industry let alone for triple a big budget games that just take longer and so I don't think we've moved away from that as much as it is Sony Santa Monica, mm -hmm. Ben Studio, Sucker Punch, et cetera, are all working on things. It's just that they're gestating a longer time. And it, back to what the point we were making earlier, right? Janet was making in terms of announcing too early and talking about something for three years, three E3s in a row, right? Now maybe they're trying to make it sure that we don't come out with this stuff until we're sure it's at least yeah. nine months to 18 months away. But I, and for me, it also goes back to the first half of this 
console generation so far feeling not as exciting not because it's not exciting not because we're not getting games because god of war ragnarok and spider-man 2 are both Ooh. dope um and ratchet and claim ripped apart are dope but yeah like the feeling of not even knowing what that game is gonna be like like i know what spider-man 2 is gonna be i know what god of war ragnarok is gonna be and i'm gonna like them i'm gonna have fun with them um i to combine that was a multiplayer thing right like again going back to this latest playstation showcase it being a bunch of new new ip but it being multiplayer and those not being the wowing ip that we wanted you know, I'm feeling I, I'm getting the feeling of like, oh, man, yeah, we got to line these up better because but one of the other ones I have written down is a multiplayer powerhouse. Like, I think something to come through and I know Call of Duty isn't gone from PlayStation. Call, PlayStation has Call of Duty, right? But something to come through and be that multiplayer powerhouse that PlayStation can own and go, hey, you like multiplayer games? Well, we have this. PlayStation that All is Stars. PlayStation. <laughs> it's called PlayStation All-Stars <laughs> Battle Royale. You're not alone. If I am bringing two things from the chat here, uh, Lurian wrote in and said, multiplayer games, they delivered in indies, VR, third party and single player, but their multiplayer games are non-existent. Of course, there's this live service push and hell divers. We'll see if anything that pays off. But then Samuel Heaney wrote in and said, first person shooters easily letting kill zone and resistance wither is a mistake. And that gets worse with the Activision blizzard uh, uh, yeah. King acquisition. They've likely bled all that talent in that field. And it's a shame as it's easy, it, as it's an easy win and a counter to Xbox and or complaints of a homogenous lineup. And not only, not only Activision blizzard, but Bethesda as well. Like when we were yeah. talking about first person shooters with, with the, with Xbox buying Bethesda, that means we're not getting more doom. We're not getting, at least on the PlayStation side, right? We're not getting more Wolfenstein. Um, I would extend that to the RPGs as well, which is a th another thing I've written down here is like, you know, we're not getting the next fallout or the next elder scrolls, right? Starfield like, two. Starfield, Starfield, or Starfield which, one, you know, <laughs> Starfield two. Um, but yeah, like I think looking at these genres that PlayStation typically hasn't really had to fill in, right? Like obviously we have resistance and kill zone and all that stuff. Right. But like, I think part of the, that exciting, that exciting run we had during the PS4 era was the fact that PlayStation identified a gap that could be filled, right? Hey, these AAA, you know, big budget narrative, third person action games are getting more difficult for our third parties to make. Let's come through, make them ourselves and, and make them something that's selling our console. Now that we're seeing, yeah, like shooters start to leave and also Western RPGs starting to leave, I think, yeah, finding something that is, what is our Fallout? What is our yeah. Elder Scrolls? What is our Doom? What is our Call of Duty? I think that could be something that helps make the library a bit more vibrant. Fair enough. Janet, what else is on your list? Um, I, it's funny that indies got mentioned from, uh, I forgot which write-in mentioned, you know, the indie aspect. And I do think PlayStation has been a home for indies for sure, but I actually had on my list... PlayStation Indies to have a bit of a renaissance. I mean, I think we often talk about how as much as there clearly are indie pushes within PlayStation and ways they try to highlight it. Um, I think, at least speaking for myself, um, I've wanted to see more from the ways those things get highlighted. You know, it's often kind of just, you know, tossed in. And, it, you know, it's a tough thing to do, obviously, or else they probably would have done it before. And there's like a lot of things at play, but it is often like relegated to like the weaker part of you know either not in a showcase at all or like the weaker parts of state of play which is already kind of like a weak showcase to begin with you know it's a blog post that <laughs> yeah. i end up not reading and someone's like hey did you see this i'm like no i didn't i don't you know and hey that, I mean, that's on me i can get on a mailing list right but that onus when you think at the the larger um you know kind of landscape needs to be it needs to be more frictionless because already there's a lot of players who maybe you know, aren't as indie inclined, I think. But I think if you put the right indie in front of certain audiences, they will end up being like, oh, this seems like something I'm really interested in. Um, so I'd love to see that association more. And obviously, you know, we have pockets, right? Like, I think there are indie games that, you know, whether they're exclusive or not, end up getting that sort of, oh, this is PlayStation's indie. You know, we talk about it all the time. It'll They'll have like one that they're always rolling out and we're like, this is the one they sort of chose. But I feel like now's a great time to sort of, use a PlayStation Indie push to kind of further leverage the fun of the PlayStation portal. And then kind of tying into one of my, I wrote a list of cheap evergreen requests. And one of them is like a better PS plus kind of situation. They did revamp it. I think they're making strides, but it's not yet what I want. I think getting to have those sort of in tandem in a great way, combined with to your point, Greg, more stuff coming to PlayStation immediately or exclusively on the Indie front would be like, the ultimate storm for me as someone who, you know, loves playing games on PlayStation and is always down to check out the latest indie. And it sucks when it's like, oh, where is that? I have to go somewhere else. You know, I can't just keep all all my icons on one little machine. Uh, that's kind of my big ask from this list. 
you know, you you talk about Needies. It reminds me, of course, my favorite independent video game of all time, Dave the Diver. Why isn't that mm. on PlayStation 5 yet? Wait, is that not on PlayStation 5? No. Yeah, that's a good. No. Uh, why isn't that on PlayStation 5? <laughs> I, there's a lot of titles, and I was looking at they're um, waiting for know, that day. They're waiting for that day of blog posts. We're like, hey, here's seven indie games. Yeah. Nobody, we're just shoving these yeah, out of the maybe. blog. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But, you know, on that front, like when you think of a lot of, and again, it's not, I guess it is kind of in a way like greedy to want all of them to arrive, but you think of other hit indies like, uh, well, shoot, I'm thinking it's an indie game right now. I haven't checked the studio. The the Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood is a game that. A lot oh, of, yeah, that's for sure. Indie. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot it's of, published um, by Devolver. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of my colleagues have um, fucked with that game a lot. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm really excited to. And granted, that one maybe is a little bit more point and clicky with like how you move through the cards. But a lot of stuff like that, like when we talk about some of the best indies, a lot of times it's it's like not uncommon for those not to hit PlayStation, um, at least in the year of their release. And again, they have had stuff, you know, Cocoon was super fun to get the platinum for. But in general, I think the further you can push that, especially in this era where people are like, Indie Machine, Switch, Indie Machine, Steam Deck, like, where's the Indie Machine PlayStation conversation and how can we maybe increase that as part of the indie discourse on how PlayStation uses the platform and their sort of audience to push that <laughs> sector of gaming forward? You know, I think it's something that could be worked on a little bit. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, take right now for indies where you really have to pick a lane, it feels like. You pick a lane of if you're going to be on Xbox, PlayStation, or Switch. Then you're of course you're all over PC, and then the rest have to sit there and falter. And I think a Rogue Legacy too, when that finally came out, but it was the same thing where I feel like so many of these indies could make a big splash when they come to PlayStation, but don't. They are this thing that is a throwaway, either dumped in December, like I was talking about, or it is part of those PlayStation blog posts where it's like seven things and that's it. And you yeah. have to. I I I don't get the disconnect of like why it's so hard to. It do indies not sell on PlayStation. Could that be it? I mean, that, that 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 could easily be it. I think there's also the fact of like, how did you make your money up front from, you know, like when we're talking about uh, immortality, let's say, right? And you're saying like, oh my God, what a great game, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, Xbox had that on Game Pass and put that put their marketing behind that, yeah. which made it thing. So, it too. so exactly. And yeah. so now you get to eventually that limps out into PlayStation, I assume. Is there a marketing push behind that? Or is it like now it's just like, well, no one's paying. For, we're bringing the PlayStation to get it to that audience, but nobody's paying for it. So it's only there if you really care about it, which I think is kind of the case with Rogue Legacy 2, where it was that came out, but it wasn't like a big deal. Yeah. Baron Breakfast was the game you were talking about, about earlier, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah. That is it. That is it. I had it down here, of course, in my same Immortality Moon Glow Bay. Uh, I have DC Universe Online, which was another joke from this week of like, wait a second. They said that's coming out to PlayStation 5 on consoles finally this year. Or, uh, I'm sorry, by the holiday this year. Where the hell is that? Still haven't heard about it. By the way, did you ever, this is unrelated, but did you ever see the like AAA third-person shooter that Mint Rocket is also making? <laughs> I'm going to say, I keep getting emails for it, and I almost feel like it's a bit. Because I'm like, did y'all... Oh, we're just a small team. <laughs> like, that's what defines Indy now. Here's our AAA third-person. Because the email, like the subject line of the email will be like, Mint Rocket cross Nexon third-person like extraction shooter. And I'm like... The Dave the Diver people, like, what is going on here? Like, why do you keep sending me these emails? I know Janet falls on the thing, which I understand. She, I've, I've heard her use the argument, the same Jeff Keeley thing of like, listen, the call's coming inside the house. If you guys don't think it's an indie, don't nominate it as an indie because you're the judges and you did it. I'll let you know. I threw that shit off. The, I, like, that is not an indie. That's not a possible. Like, it's the fact that nobody's paying attention to some of these outlets. They're just saying, oh, well, it looks like an indie. Hey, it's got to be an indie. Yeah. No, I, I don't, don't know. Ratchet and Clank was game of the year, and I sit here and I just, I just take it like it just is what it is. But um, again, I always go back to what is an indie? Is it on Joe Gross Indie Informer? Is Joe Gross wrong? That's not my, isn't my business if Joe is right or wrong. I'm fucking going down with that ship. I don't have to think anymore. My life has got a lot easier. I freed up that brain space. What for? I don't know yet. I'm, I'm saving it for a rainy day. Seems pretty simple to so me. Called, Are you an independent developer? This is from Mint Rocket. Does anyone own you? The developers of Dave the Diver. The game is called Naquan Last right Paradise. What a trip. Oh, I can't wait for this to be nominated for indie game. It's a. Uh, I mean, I had the. Hey man, ever since no, this was, isn't an indie was game. Fighting game. I was like, you know what? It's Th 3D. It's not pixel art, Greg, you know? From you know, Korean developer, no, like, mini games in it. That's what defines an indie game, right? From Korean developer Mint Rocket comes Making an all new, all new stealth zombie extraction. Zombie. No, wait, hold on a second. Now the game sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. Enter the walled off remains of Seoul, Korea to scavenge supplies for Naquan, humanity's last city. Avoid the un unkillable hordes of noise sensitive undead and leave with a full pack to level up your citizen grade. I mean, it, it, I mean, uh, well. It looks like a lot of other. It looks fine. Games. Yeah, yeah. It looks cool. I honestly How looking at this, the first thing, on this, the first thing, the first thing I after <laughs> I see now that it's actually going, 
Now that it's going yeah. the first, I look at it, I go, oh, man, I can't wait for it. But you know what? Three. This is why some of us dominate Fantasy Critic and other people just play. You know what I mean? Like, I can, I guess I can see how y'all might, you know, glance at that and be like, yeah, I'll pick, I'll pick this up in my league. You know, that's, we'll that's see what, what, we'll what Grand Blue Fantasy Versus does. I'm not going to yeah. pick it up in my league. I don't know, but every day we get closer and every day my heart rate raises by one. <laughs> I am, I'm fucking on the edge of my seat. But I'll, wondering I, what I, this is going to do. I but. bring up Naquan as like the bit of like, are they sure. indie or not? I do want to shout out. What range <laughs> this developer has? Because you're making Dave the Diver a, a game about a dude who just be diving and like he has a sushi restaurant underwater, and then they're like, "All right, now let's make the zombie <laughs> extraction game." That's insane. It was, I mean, like when I when I got into the whole tweet, not war storm about this, right? When I was just mm -hmm. like, "So you're telling me if Naughty Dog set aside ten people and said make a two D pixel thing, that'd be defined as indie?" And people said yes. I was like, "I don't." I can't talk to you yeah. anymore. I don't know what to do with this information. Like, we gotta just fire Andy at this point. Yeah. Oh my god! Don't get me started on that idiot. Instead, get me started on Patreon.com/slash kind of funny on Patreon.com/slash kind. Well, I think it's Poppy Teal, right? <laughs> on oh Patreon.com/slash kind of funny, you can get each and every episode of PS I Love You XOXO for free without any ads. Well, you're paying for it, I guess. So it's without any ads. Uh, of course, you can watch this live as we record it and be part of the show, just like Anthony is, Omega Buster are, and Nicholas are. Uh, of course, you'd also watch all the other podcasts get re recorded live you can get them all ad free on demand you get more than 400 bonus episodes of content you can get cool exclusive merch only on patreon.com slash kind of funny but guess what jack you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny so here's a word from our sponsor this episode is brought to you by shady rays tis the season of giving get the perfect gift for a special someone yourself or both our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers an unrivaled product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable frames and world-class optics for all outdoor adventures with an extensive array of styles and colors, you're bound to find the perfect pair of Shady Rays sunglasses. You already know I've been out Pokemon going and Shady Rays have been making me look as dope as I want out in the real world. And that's not all. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Shady Rays is currently in their biggest sale of the year for Black Friday. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. You can go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250 thousand people again that's shadyrays.com for their biggest sale of the year if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs if you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. The other one on my thing of what's PlayStation 5 missing, I've said this for a long time, they'll never do what I understand, but it is the design lab for controllers. I love the Xbox design lab. I've made several, and I just don't play Xbox. So <laughs> It's so sad yeah. that I have all these cool controllers, and I'm like, man, I'd love to make a really cool DualSense. I agree. I feel like we've been yeah. asking for this for a decade. I know we have. That's why I know it's never going to happen, but I had to say it. God damn it, I had to say there it. for the same thing. Janet, it's the like, amount of people who wrote in, Haley, I miss themes and folders being on the main UI instead of tucked away in the game library. 100%. 100%. I like this one. Radic from CD Projekt wrote in and said, native Bluetooth headphone support. Also Amen. true. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, the yeah. dongles? Get out of here with the dongles. Because it just takes up a USB slot also. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, I want to use these USB slots for other things. Yeah. And charge my controller. Pair my third party head. Well, actually, no, that's the same thing. So never mind. Yeah, don't even do that. Just give me these slots. You know what? I'll be honest. It. I don't want to use the USB <laughs> slots for anything. I'm using one now for the, the fucking Pulse headset. And sure. it just permanently sticks out of the console. Because if I put <laughs> it down ever, I'm going to lose it. So it, it just lives there now. And I don't like that. I've been having trouble. So as I've talked about before, I'm a big fan. Where'd it go? I'm a big fan of these guys. The, show and tell. The, the PlayStation um, Pulse Explorer. Pulse Explorer. The yeah. The well, they're not. Well, no, they're not AirPods. They're Bluetooth earbuds, portable. Please show some respect, Janet. Please show some respect. I love these things. They came with the dongle, right? I put the dongle on my PlayStation. I put on their Air. The God damn it. <laughs> you put on your PlayStation ass. Pulse Explorer head earbuds. Yeah, I put them on, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. They're not working with my PlayStation. Did you hit the PlayLink button? 
on the earbuds? Yeah, yes. and, and the dongle. Isn't there one on the dongle, too? Is there one on the dongle? I think so. If there is, I didn't hit it. That so maybe the the, I'll do that, that when I get home. That might be the thing. That might be Thank the thing. I appreciate too. it. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think that's the case. I really hope it's the case because I, I was the, trying hard. I was like, because I, I was always very much looking forward to playing my PS5, having the earbuds on, like not having to worry about like putting on headphones, and also you know using the Bluetooth on my phone to listen to Spotify and just have it all going at once. That was the dream. I could love the dream. I appreciate that you got to one hurdle and you stopped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I did start to Google and I was like, I don't know how to word this in Google in a way that I'm going to get any mm. answers. Like I typed in PlayStation, PlayStation Pulse, AirPods, <laughs> PlayStation Pulse Explore troubleshooting and i was like no no there's nothing gonna pop up for this like it's not been long enough remy wrote in on twitter i like this one it said honestly the thing playstation 5 is missing smart delivery and quick resume mm. the other things would require a change in strategy parentheses a more comparable game pass competitor etc which i don't think is fair to ask of them it's true like smart delivery i still see vex people where they download the playstation 4 version rather than the playstation 5 version they get too much in that but then quick resume is one that i do forget Granted, I never turned on my Xbox. When I was playing Starfield, yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is nice to jump back in. Whereas now when it is, jump out of one game, jump into another. It's not like it's the hardest thing in the world to load. But there's plenty of times where it is It is a game that I need to save in a specific spot. And I don't I don't want to run over there to do it. So I have to repeat stuff. And also for games like Sea of Stars, my uh, PS5 gets unplugged. By you. And I plug it in. By you. Then I, get, I, I'm st I haven't lost my progress because it's sitting right there By in the you. SSD. You did that. I, I, I unplugged my PS5. <laughs> Janet, do you hear this? <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying when I went over there, there was no lights on the PlayStation 5. And I believe you. That is true. It was it was fine. Well, I don't know if I believe him. But yeah, I, I agree with the smart delivery quick resume. I actually forgot that I've been wanting that because I wanted it for so long that I just forgot that it existed. Sure. But yeah, like I think in general, it makes sense to look at, you know, if you're if competitors in the space have a good idea, yeah, you should do that idea, or at least your version of it in some way. And while, you know, same deal, I don't really use quick resume much because i just i don't really like the idea of having all these like i feel like i'm like like a like an old person when it comes to stuff like that i'm like i don't want to have all these things open like i don't know it's i'm only playing one thing at a time yeah like what are we doing here like for the i don't know the clout because of of being able to but that's exactly what i want the clout of being able to am i going to yeah. use it no but it's nice to have I, I think and you'd it's always cool it. gonna have options or at least like because you play for, i feel like you, you would use it you yeah. used to play fortnite right you still play yeah. fortnite you know, you I would M &M say no, skin? but I'm I'm coming back this. Uh, I haven't got the M&M skin. I'm coming back this Saturday for the event or this weekend for the event they're having, and I do plan to get that M&M skin immediately. I'll What's the event this weekend? Or is are we switching seasons or is it something else? I don't know offhand. I got back. I, I got back I'm into going. Fortnite over Thanksgiving. A lot of the kids oh. wanted to play. I had many kids wanted to um, play Fortnite. I think a new. I, I do want see the, the Big skin. Bang live event, and it is. I like how I read that, and then the site Omega Buster Jet, the Big Bang event. What is that, though? Okay, this is from Polygon. The Big Bang is Fortnite's first live event that's teased to bring about a new beginning for the game, according okay, to the developer Epic one Games. That does, they do this every single time, don't they? I don't know. Take it up with uh, what? someone at Polygon. I want wasn't, to what was <laughs> Chapter 2 or whatever? Know. Wasn't that the new beginning? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Well, this is also, uh, what, you know, in the writer's defense, this is how Epic describes it. So whether or not Epic's bullshitting, then take it up with Epic. Uh, the event is the end of Fortnite's OG schedule of rotating maps from Chapter 1, which itself ended with a black hole event that introduced a new chapter in a series of major additions, etc., etc. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's the end of the chapter events as a Mega Buster. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know anything about how to get M&M, but I'm just going to figure it out. I'll I bring up, it. one, I do want M&M, two, I bring it up because, <laughs> like, for you, like, you know, play if you're going back and forth yeah. between playing Fortnite and whatever else you're playing on PlayStation, like, Quick Resume, great for that. That's, that's why I that really want nice, it. Yeah. It's because I do... I. Somebody wants to need a multiplayer game, you just leave the single yeah. player thing you're playing for. And like the other. amount of times I boot up Street Fighter or I boot up a FIFA and I'm also playing a, a single player thing, surprisingly, surprisingly often. Yeah. Even for Sea of Stars, where I'm like playing Sea of Stars and one other thing, and Sea of Stars is a game that doesn't really do a lot of autosave. Like it wants you to get to the save point. I'm like halfway to the next thing and I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting tired. I want to sleep. But also, what if I booted up another thing real quick? And I'm like, oh, well, fuck. Yeah, well. right now you like just don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right now I, I'm like dozing off into the next yeah. save point so I can save and then finally go to sleep <laughs> oh finally so save go blessing to sleep. sleep schedule by adding quick resume janet when, i want to start wrapping this up but one of the things sure. you said was steal an idea for a competitor one of the ones that they should steal from every competitor known to man comes from jay on twitter who says playstation store gifting they got a wish list mm. but no gifting mm. games and then, then i this isn't a gag from jay jay says playstation stars implementation on the profile 
It's like, okay, Jay, the gifting is a great idea. I can't believe we still can't do well, that. PlayStation you know stars, what? calm in, down, calm down. In Jay's defense, which makes it sound like this is my bur my very clear burner account, it is not. Um, though I feel like that is the name that I have on my burner account. I don't use the burner account. I just use it to get stuff off of my Nintendo Switch. Anyway, um, back when... Actually, you can still do that on Nintendo Switch, so can't wait for them to stop paying for that because that's probably coming down the pipeline. Um, I think... I have no idea honestly, what Jan's talking about anymore. <laughs> it, it's fine. It's not going to matter. Don't worry about it. Um, the PlayStation Stars thing, I think, could be cool because one of my beefs with PlayStation Stars is like... It's just not quite enough, and I think that could be a step in making it more interesting. And I feel like people that use it, yeah, sure, why not make it the best that it can be? I do feel like there's a world where I... Like, the pitch is good. I don't like the execution of it, but again, the execution is ever-evolving. So if this is we one of those evolutions i'd be down for it i like that it's so bad that it feels like playstation's forgotten about it because yeah. that means it's not in my face i i because mm. it feels like playstation's forgotten about it i can forget about it until i like open up my playstation app on my phone and actually see that click in fucking the one for me yeah i joined all these goddamn things i don't know how i'm still one but whatever get out of here i'm opening up playstation yeah. stars right now by the way Final one I want to add here is from Kevin. Kevin writes in, not our Kevin, but a different Kevin, Kevin Anglin. It says, I just want to be able to hold down the PlayStation button on the controller and turn off the console. Yes. Mm. I think I just leveled yes. up. I miss those days. You uh, leveled maybe. up PlayStation Stars? Yeah. Well, How do I see PlayStation Stars? My meters like, went up. PlayStation like, my meters went, there we go. My I meters the went app, all the way up, but like oh, my number wait. didn't go up. I don't oh, I see it now. I'm a level four. Yeah, I'm a four, but the meter's up. Like, when do I level up? It's taking a really long time to load for me, but... PlayStation Stars, still level one somehow. God only fucking knows. How are you level one? Yeah, that's one? weird. Why are you level one? I add, I join the things, but then I, you know what I mean? But like, again, it comes out, we get a lot if of games demoted, early. You know? You know, I got demoted. The and they're just <laughs> dropped you two levels. Well, right now I have a, wait, no, no way, no way. Pulled up PlayStation Stars, me, it's but... telling me to sign up. There you go. Here's the thing. I know we're talking <laughs> a lot of shit. I, I want you guys to know that I have 1,139 points. In PlayStation Stars, and I went yep. down to see like, what can you all right, what are the rewards? I am maybe about a hundred points away, a hundred and something points away from five dollars in my wallet. I can get five dollars in PlayStation money. Honestly, I'm getting close to. If I'm reading this right, I'm close to twenty dollars. I have four thousand seventy nine points, and it says really five thousand points is twenty dollars. I don't even think I did anything. Honestly, okay. This Wait, is PlayStation's on. new headline. Is PlayStation Star secretly goaded? You know, and then picture of Greg, his level one, me and Bless living in an ivory tower of fake gold coins. You, if, you're, if you're a listener, I need you to open up your PlayStation app on your phone and go to PlayStation Stars because you might be sitting on some money. Yeah. This I is mean, actually kind I of think, exciting. Uh, my bar, it does seem like my bar is full. So I am confused about the UI uh, indication. Like the little, like, when you hit the four and it goes like, like, you know, I don't know what it makes a sound, but in my mind, that's, that's the sound. Um, you said we, we both need to need rank, to rank up. up. What does this mean? Do this I have is to so click exciting. A thing? This is their ongoing fucking game. What are you talking about? I, I, my one thing is that I wish the, um, like the <laughs> economy of it was closer to the Nintendo rewards. Yeah. I do think Nintendo rewards, if we talk about stealing from Converse, <clears throat> goaded for rewards. Nintendo, it almost feels like there's a mistake going on. Because over the Thanksgiving break, <laughs> no facts. <laughs> like I bought Venba and Chance of Sonar for free using my yeah. points. Mm -hmm. You get a fuck ton of points. And yeah. then two, which this is so stupid because it's not a fucking Nintendo podcast. But people forget if you get physical, you have to manually click to redeem the mm. little coins or whatever from that. But like, you can do that on physical too. Which also like life hack, like you buy your game physical from GameStop, you get the little thing. When you, if you ever sell it or return it or whatever the fuck you do with it, it's like you also got like the points off of that. So yeah, like shots of physical media, even though the disc drive is quickly going away. Um, you know, but... okay, here's the thing, what I'm realizing. Okay. This is the difference between PlayStation <laughs> and Nintendo, and this is going to apply only to us, Janet. Okay. I think Nintendo gives us points if, even if we redeem a code. Like if we get yeah. an indie code, I hope I'm not, I'm not snitching. <laughs> Nintendo, don't change this because it's amazing. So like we just happen to build up points that way. Yes. And so we can get, I'm looking through my points history for PlayStation and it really is just for eligible purchases. But hold on because, you know, who is this we get codes for Nintendo? I have not gotten a Nintendo code in ages because they mm. just don't give codes out really that much. So, you know, and then I get a lot of indies on either Steam Deck or PlayStation at this point. Um, okay, maybe yeah, I'm also wrong. Also, you can get full games. Risk of Rain is 2,500 points. I could buy Risk of Rain right now. Dredge is sixty-two fifty. Stardew is thirty-seven fifty. Honestly, is it Risk of Rain Returns? Because I might jump on that. Nah, sorry, it's just Risk of Rain. I think regular, oh. like the regular, regular. But um, 
Gamer anyway, mode. this might be actually kind of good. I don't know. I'm gonna fuck around and start min. Yeah, we got, we might have to like mess around PlayStation Stars and do an actual. Yeah, <laughs> do PlayStation Stars any percent run. You know, I don't know what Greg's gonna do. He has to fucking grind it. Quit yeah, he has to like get his game up. In. He has yeah, to take a day off. Get your money up, grind, not your funny up. Grind his fucking points up, but you guys are mean. Anyway, to me. <laughs> get your money up, not your funny Getting up. You guys, everything. Yeah. You're just fucking rude to me all the time. Also, don't, where's that controller you're gonna send me? Greg? Right. How are you rank one? I don't know. <laughs> you gotta level up. You said you'd send it, and you never did. <sighs> what I send it to? Um, what you said? Where are you sending it to? What I what did I say I do? You said I the do. dual, the the fancy one, the dual sense edge pro, edge. the edge. I yeah. said I'd give that to you. Yeah, might not sound like me. I'm pretty. Sure, I think it was recorded on the show. When you come up yeah, for game of the year, I'll give it to you. Then there, I'm never gonna okay, mail cool, anything. Cool. I, I owe make a million sure you people bring it because I could be. I could see you not remembering to bring it. 100. percent But you have quite some time now to tell me. You can keep remind tonight. Why does the alert. onus have to be set, on me to tell you? Because you want your free it? thing. Set an alarm right now on your phone to text me tonight at 9:30 p.m. But, okay. How, mm. Then I'll remember to bring it, and then it'll be in my desk. Lowest drawer in case Why I die. Why can't you just bring it immediately? Because you can just that's leave it best like it. That's what I'm saying. No, I will do oh, that. Okay. I will bring it tomorrow. It'll be in the, I and I just said it'll be in my like, lowest drawer okay. in case I die. Okay. Um, <laughs> lowest drawer. Is that all you're leaving us? Honestly, I no. There's a bunch of them. cliff bars and lightsabers in that drawer too. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Some Cheez-Its, a few Count Chocula bars still. There's like a lot of Cheez-Its, aren't there? I remember. Looking, no, I've eaten a lot of Cheez-Its. Okay. There's nothing. Because I remember looking at that drawer when you're gone, like for an extended thing. I forget why. Um. And like there was a lot of a certain snack. I forget what. Blessing, what's going on with PlayStation picks this week? Uh, it's not for PlayStation picks, of course. This is where we're talking about picks, the games picks, we picked to play on PlayStation. The drop this week, you're getting Calico, you're getting Gangs of Sherwood, and you're getting Two Rock. Isn't it Calico? Three. Yeah, Calico. Calico. Okay. You're getting Gangs of Sherwood. You're getting Two Rock Shadow of the Oblivion Remastered. I started Calico. Oh, really? I didn't get deep into it. I, I've been in a mood. Like, so for mine, I put down here dredge, and then I put the second bullet point cyberpunk question mark. I've been in a weird place where we're at game of the year time now. So I'm trying to play a bunch of stuff that I've missed or whatever. Mm. But the problem is with that level of freedom, which I'm not used to after a year of reviews, I keep jumping into things and be like, ah, this is what I want right now. Ah, this is what I want. So it's like I jump into Calico and I'm like, ah, it's not that the game's bad. It's like, ah, I don't want a management. I always feel like I want a management sim. Remember, I was really hot on Idle Manager when they showed that one time. Oh, yeah. I actually played it on PC. That's how much I thought it was. And I played it for a while and enjoyed it fine. And I know that's come to comp PlayStation 5 months idol ago manager, slash years ago. Is that like music idols or is that like idol? Yeah, yeah like still. Japanese idols. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, 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 or whatever. And so it's like, I, I just keep hopping around stuff. And I, I was on uh, the Indie Council yesterday with Janet, and I had started Dredge, Yay. done like 30 minutes of that, and then come I came home last night and played more Dredge. But I'm just, this is where, back to the conversation from earlier of like, I just want to play Moonglow Bay. So mm -hmm. I'm like, nah. And so like, I'm in this weird spot of like, even with all the things I need to play still for Game of the Year and want to touch and do all these different things too, I keep thinking like, man, I want to play more Starfield. But I'm like, you know what? That's not remote play on my PlayStation portal. What if I roll the new cyberpunk character? Because I, I want that open world RPG thing. When you were talking about in our Phantom Liberty review of you using the katana and like using, and I was like, that could be fun. Rather than just go and do my normal thing of being a hacker with a gun, what if I built a very specific character and went off in one direction? Especially with all yeah. the bells and whistles out of that game. I say you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were somebody who really liked Cyberpunk the first time. I did right? platinum it. And that's the other good point yeah. of this. I could platinum it on PS5. The trophies don't carry over. So I could, you know, get, get another platinum here. Yeah. I don't highly recommend it. Okay. Okay. Do it. Janet, did you, I forget. What did you think of Cyberpunk overall? Uh, I didn't finish it. I was whelmed by it. Like, it didn't feel that yeah, interesting yeah. to me. Is this at launch or is this more recent? At launch. Got but it. I played it on PC. So, like, I didn't have the bugs that sure. people had. But sure. I was like, I don't know. It seems like a very regular degular RPG experience. Like it didn't, it wasn't that interesting to me, but okay, I've heard enough. from people that go back that they're really into it. So I don't know. Janet, what did you pick to play on PlayStation? You already know, man. I finally finished kingdom hearts. Thank you. I should have brought the stupid thing. It's like too far away and my headphones are not wireless, but I beat it. It took about, I think 40 or 45 hours, but I beat it. Very nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank and then you. bless. What are you yeah. gonna play? Uh, nothing. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I'm watching a lot of TV. <laughs> Started watching Attack on Titan season no, two. Nobody cares about that. Um, about that finished season two of Insecure. <laughs> a weird, like you know, back and forth of TV shows. Because yeah, Insecure and Attack on Titan couldn't be more different. But that's how I sp spent my Christmas break. 
Also, and chat is saying about the Sea of Stars. It's that's really not chat, but... that's Barrett. Yeah. Greg, not continuing Sea of Stars upset me more than not continuing Persona 5. Same with Bless, Psychopia, Bless, Play Sea of Stars. But the, love of God. the Sea of Stars thing, frankly, for me, is similar with Greg with all the games that he listed, right? It's like, I I am just not in the mood for it. Like, I pick up Mario RPG and it's the same thing where I'm like, I just don't feel like hey, playing man. a tournament. It's the same thing. For me, the Sea of Stars problem was I popped back in with Portal. Mm-hmm. And it was immediately got my teeth pumped down my throat. Where I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot how to play this. And it's like, mm-hmm. I know that there's all the different, like, accessibility things I could turn on to make it easier. I'm like, I don't want to do that, but I also don't want to struggle right now. So I move on to the next thing, the next thing. Yeah. And Maybe. again, I want, like, more turn-based combat is never my shit. So it's that thing of, like, if I'm not in the mood for turn-based, it's just not going to work. Which is why mm-hmm. I'm drawn to, like, what if I did Cyberpunk? What if I did Starfield? I booted up fucking Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning last night to pick up my save there. I feel Because like I love that combat so much. I love that combat. I love yeah. that combat. I think I'm realizing that. I think I'm, I am I think I might have checked out for the year for video games. Like, I think Fair even enough. for the break, you know, talking about games we're going to pick yeah, up yeah, and yeah. catch up on. I'm like, is there anything I really want to catch up on? Like, I could finish Jedi Survivor, but I think I've just accepted that I'm not in love with that game. Um, I could pick enforcing a, a game is the worst thing you could do. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe if I just don't play, I, we're going to go into like a really heavy January, February video games. And so if I just take off December and watch the TV that I want to and like watch <laughs> movies, listen to albums, I don't know, touch grass, maybe that'll be actually the better option for me. See, I'm on the opposite. I'm going all in on as much as I can until I die, burn out and give up. And then I'm going to show up and be like, hey, I didn't finish it, but I did a lot of other stuff. So. We'll see how far I get. I don't know if I'll get to see of stars Barrett. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's like, it's just, I feel like it's, it's not a long finish. for me this year. Uh, but at least see of stars like I know is good. I got him, Janet! Just twist the knife while it's already Ladies in, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been PSI. Love you, XOXO. Remember, we're your PlayStation podcast. We're here each and every Friday morning, but you can get us early on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where, of course, you can watch us record the shows live on Thursday. You can get them ad-free. You get the ability to watch all the other podcasts live as we record them. You get more than 400 bonus episodes of content only on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.